Sidious, Altius, Fortius. Faster, higher, stronger. And athletes have fulfilled that motto. Rapidly. We all have this feeling that we're somehow just getting better as a human race, inexorably progressing. But it's not like we've evolved into a new species in a century. So, what's going on here? This year's Tour de France clearly ranks as one of the greatest in history. Congratulations to all the riders for an amazing performance. Special recognition goes to the winner, Egan Bernal of Team Ineos, who is the youngest winner since 1909 at age 22 and representing Colombia for the country's first ever victor. We should also recognize Julian Alaphilippe of the Koenig Quickstep for astounding the world and holding onto the yellow jersey for 14 days. One particularly dramatic point in this year's tour, especially for those with special interest in performance nutrition and sports physiology, was the emergence, public confirmation, and the subsequent controversy and debate around exogenous ketones and ketone esters. Team Jumbo Visma sparked everything off when they publicly came out to discuss the incorporation of ketone esters into their nutritional strategy. De Kunik, Quickstep, and Lotto Sedale quickly followed suit. Are ketone esters an unfair advantage? Are they considered doping? Should they be banned? Or is this simply the next generation of sporting and performance food? Just like how Gatorade, Powerade, or other carbohydrate drinks changed fueling strategy some 50 years ago, are we simply seeing the same level of paradigm shift today with ketones? Enter HVMN Ketone Ester. I'm Jeffrey Wu, CEO of HVMN, and we partnered exclusively with Oxford University professor Kieran Clark, the co-inventor of ketone esters, to commercialize the ketone ester technology. Let's break this down together, as there has been somewhat of a controversy and misinformation spread around with all the recent press. And I can't think of anyone better to help me do that than the co-inventor of ketone ester herself, Professor Kieran Clark. Let's go over the history of ketone esters. Kieran, can you introduce yourself? What is your background and what is the history behind ketone esters? I am Professor Kieran Clark and I am a professor of physiological biochemistry at the University of Oxford. And in about 1993, uh, I started working or collaborating with um, a, a person, a scientist from the NIH called Richard Beach. And we worked on ketone metabolism and it was really interesting. We were awarded a grant from the US Army to develop a ketone ester drink. And that's what we did. And we have now got to the point where we've scaled up. We actually had it, I mean, it, was, it wasn't commercially available, but if people had come to see me in Oxford and said, can we give it a go? And I'd say, well, you know, I don't know if it'll work, but you can try if you want, you know? And so they did. Uh, I don't think I'm allowed to say their names, but uh, yes, they did. So people have been using it for years. So when there were reports of Tour de France riders using ketone esters back since almost 2012, well, those rumors are perhaps have some substantiation as ketone esters were being developed for commercialization. However, this is indeed the first year where ketone ester usage has really exploded to the forefront. And even Lance Armstrong's Tour de France podcast called Move started covering ketones 
in the middle of the tour. I want to speculate on something, okay? It's commonly known that, that the usage of ketone esters is mm -hmm. prevalent in the Peloton. Mm -hmm. If you need it for the last 30, 45 minutes of a stage, you go get it. It's very beneficial. So what's the controversies? Some on the Peloton don't think ketones actually work. A representative from Team Sunweb says there is no real effect of using ketones. He says, quote, there is too much uncertainty about the efficacy. There are even studies that show that it has a negative effect on sports performance. To address Dr. Bowens, not all exogenous ketones on the market are the same. You have to understand that the HVMN ketone ester is a different molecule and a very different fuel compared to the other stuff on the market. Just like the category of carbohydrates, a complex starch from a sweet potato is very different from a corn syrup and a soda. Both are considered carbohydrates, but they have very different impact on metabolism. Kieran, can you explain the key differences here? So, well, there are several things out there that you can buy, that you can take uh, to raise your ketone levels. Some don't work at all. For example, raspberry ketones are hopeless and a total scam. Uh, then there are ketone salts, which again have their problems. And their problems are that half the salt isn't isn't the ester that we find it or isn't the actual ketone that we find in our body so half of the molecule is wasted and then the other half because there's so much salt in the drink itself that you just can't absorb it so you either you either can't you can't absorb it in your stomach or it does just doesn't raise your ketone levels high enough to help with performance so then you have the ketone ester and you can have two different types of ester. Professor Clark just mentioned a really interesting point that most people misunderstand. Within the context of ketone esters, there's actually multiple forms of ketone esters. So the ketone ester within our HVMN product is the beta-hydroxybutyrate monoester. Very, very specific compound with a tremendous history of safety and efficacy study. The beta-hydroxybutyrate monoester is beta-hydroxybutyrate esterified with butane dial and BHB and that butane dial completely convert into the form of ketones that our body metabolizes for energy. However, for the acetoacetate diesters, there is two acetoacetates, which are more of a volatile form of beta-hydroxybutyrate and that's bound to a butane dial. So you're getting two parts acetoacetate to one part beta-hydroxybutyrate delivered into the system. Kieran, do you want to add additional color to the biochemistry happening in the cell? Well, one form, beta-hydroxybutyrate forms acetoacetate in the mitochondria. And, and the beta-hydroxybutyrate is the one that we use. And that makes NADH, which is the reduced form of NAD. And that is what you want. So that's what's produced by the Krebs cycle as well. But but the, um, the beta-hydroxybutyrate dehydrogenase makes the acetoacetate and at the same time forms NADH. If you use acetoacetate, it goes the other way and forms beta-hydroxybutyrate and makes NAD. You don't want that. That's just the wrong thing. <laughs> what are some of the studies on how ketone esters work? And when we found out that really worked was in rowers and we ran a placebo-controlled you know, crossover study, they didn't know what they were drinking. So that the um, placebo drink tasted just as horrible as the ketone drink. And they rode and 
just about every one of them. So there were about 22 people in the study, and I think only one didn't row better when they were on the ketone. So we knew that it worked, and so and the army knew that it worked as well. So yes, so that was the first study we did, uh, and then we've done other studies on cyclists and all all different sorts. But you know, the cyclist is the easiest one to do in that you can take bloods and things like that at the same time. And so you can get to the mechanism for why it's working. Beyond the efficacy, there are also some questions and doubts on the long-term health impacts of ketone esters. Uncle Bolins also says, we think that there should be more clarity about the effects of this quote-unquote medicine on the health of the athlete in the long-term. In addition, Simon Verdonk, the team doctor at the French team Confidus, says he first heard of ketones five years ago, but admitted that he thinks that the effects remain mysterious over the long term. And Confidus won't use ketones until tests have been done on the potential negative effects of ketones. So let me address this concern about long-term health and safety. In fact, the truth is tremendous amounts of safety studies have been done. Atriumin ketone ester is considered FDA generally recognized as safe and is a food component. I'll let Professor Clark talk about the safety studies that she has run and how the data shows that there's no evidence that this is impactful on the long-term. In fact, there actually might be long-term health benefits of use of ketone esters. If they looked into it, they would see that, that the safety studies have been done and it really is safe. So in about 2009, uh, we went to the army and said, we've invented this ester, you know, this will work. And they said, well, you have to prove it. And so we, we showed that it actually improved performance in rats uh, and they were quite impressed. We said, well, we'll now show it works in humans. And they said, no, you won't. You, we're going to have to grass it, which is generally recognised as safe. So we went to the FDA uh, I think our first meeting in, with the FDA was probably 2007. And they said, all right, you have to do all these studies to show that it's safe. So we did all those studies. And then we finally went in and used it with humans. And that was all fine. We didn't have anything go wrong. Uh, and then we just kept going and doing more studies until we got it through the FDA uh, as a drink for sports people. And lastly, there was even some discussion that ketone ester use should be considered doping and perhaps banned. The head of the International Cycling Union, the UCI, David Lapertant, said that ketones may require detailed monitoring. At the UCI, we look at all elements which may modify performance and which may affect health. He says that we would not hesitate to take the initiative and refer the matter to the World Anti-Doping Agency, as we have done in the past with tramadol and cortical steroids. I am confident that WADA will monitor all performance-enhancing drugs. Ketones aren't on the list of banned drugs, but we must monitor usage. I think the UCI's caution is very reasonable. And to clarify the record, WADA has already taken a look at ketones back in the early 2010s. WADA confirmed that this ketone ester is WADA-compliant, and FDA again has approved the use of ketone esters as part of the food supply. Vincent Lavenu of the AG2R La Mondiale team has called for the use of ketones to be halted immediately. 
He says, for the equality in the sports, we need a swift reaction. So again, I think we should look at the information, look at the data, and realize that this is a nutritional tool that all parties and all athletes have equal access to. We should think about this as a new paradigm in sports nutrition where we all have access to protein powder for recovery, we all have access to carbohydrate drinks for pre-workout fuel, and the same thing should be thought of as ketone ester as useful and part of a nutritional strategy for overall performance and recovery. It's just simply a novel fourth macronutrient that is available for everyone. In fact, if we look at metabolic risk for long-term health, there actually might be a question around the risk of overusing carbohydrates and sugar. And that actually might be a bigger concern given that there's much more evidence down that path of inquiry around metabolic syndrome, diabetes, and insulin resistance. Speaking on half of Professor Kieran Clark, the entire team at HVMN, we're really proud to add a new novel nutritional tool for the world. This is just the start of how we think about changing how people think about nutrition. Again, all credit goes to the athletes, the coaches, and the families that sacrifice so much to enable such feats of endurance and power. If we can create and offer support from a nutritional perspective with ketone esters, we are incredibly happy and proud to do so. Your effort inspires us to do our very best. You can learn more about our work and ketone esters at hvmn.com. For all of our other clients of ketone esters out there, don't worry, this specific video is a special case given the controversy, the misinformation, and the hype and discussion around the Tour de France this specific season. We're not gonna make it our practice to comment on every specific athlete or team or customer out there that might or might not be using ketone esters. We are quiet professionals and treat your business with discretion. What are your thoughts about ketone esters and the Tour de France? Do you think we make sense here? Or do you think we missed something? Leave your thoughts and comments below and we'll address them. Anything else that you're excited about in terms of learning about ketone esters? Let Professor Clark and I know. Be very happy to answer your thoughts, your questions, your concerns in a future edition of this podcast and YouTube channel. Thanks so much and talk to you soon.